1: the Star Companion. My name is Zach. And I'm David. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're a Star Trek fan podcast. Some consider it the premiere. I know at least two people in this room who believe that. Me too, actually. Yeah. I wonder if they're the same guys. Or girls. Or whatever. Uh, so our tardigrades. mission, Tardigrades, <laughs> our mission is to... <laughs> Watch and review Star Trek, Stardate by Stardate. We are trekking through Trek one voyage at a time. One
2: Trek at a time.
1: And we, uh, we're we taking a break from Enterprise, unfortunately, to smash and grab through Discovery. And uh, this episode is Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 6. Lathe. Lathe. There you go. Laser. Okay. Laser. <laughs> Laser! And uh, no star date. In this episode, I'm going to give you the quick synopsis. We'll let David take away the big synopsis afterwards. The USS Discovery crew is intrigued by new addition, Lieutenant Ash Tyler. Sarek seeks Burnham's help, rekindling memories from her past. And Admiral Cornwell fucks
2: Lorca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're welcome. That's right. Um, a lot goes down in this episode Okay, swag Swag um, As as my Wait
1: Before you get into that Yeah, go, f- go for it I would just like to say Thank you to all of our lovely listeners You guys are great You guys really are fucking great You make this fun You make it worthwhile Um If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hate, or love, send it to the starcompanion at gmail.com. We will, in fact, respond. Most likely, it'll be me. David has a hard time working the internet. I don't know if that comes across (laughs) via the audio portion of this podcast. Um, And then also, we're on all major podcasting platforms. We're also trying to get through the uh, video portion on YouTube. And as we stated in the last podcast, video is hard. It's not hard. I'm the problem yet again. Uh, well, don't... I was just trying to, you know, so, you know, protect your... It's okay.
2: I understand. Lack of technological no, I ability. Get it. I, mean, I get it. It's, it's a theme in my life. <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm the issue.
1: Well, I mean, if you like... Maybe if you reverse polarize the... Antimatter, fuel injectors and maybe techno babble, techno babble. Technobabble. 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 <laughs> anyway. Anywho. This
2: episode Take it away. Okay. Yeah, so as as my friend here, my companion, uh so quaintly said, um <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, um we uh we see we we see <coughs> Sarek. Who is uh, Michael Burnham's, I guess, father? Ward. Or, father. Yeah, well. Spock's father, for Spock's sure. Spock's father. Um, but a very prolific Vulcan, nonetheless. Yes. And he gets he gets sent out on a diplomatic mission um, of unknown origin at this point with another Vulcan. And uh, they're traveling through what? the- What? What? And they're traveling through the cosmos and this Vulcan suddenly, this other Vulcan, not Sarek, Injects himself in the veins with something. With some old bullshit. And some old bullshit and blows himself up. He went straight ISIS on him. He did. He Yo. went He went Buddhist monk and emoliated himself. That was dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was fucking dope. It did look cool. It Again, did. a caveat of discovery. And, you know, it fits because he's like, you know, these are logical. These are extremists of the logical nature. And, uh, you know. Would you call them... Logic extremist Logic Extremis. streamist. Lustremis. Lustremis. And they, uh, you know, while, while that was happening and his, his body's kind of lighting up, like if you put your hand against like a light. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn. Great description. Yeah. And, um, see, I may not be able to do YouTube videos on time, but (laughs) I, I can provide stellar commentary. Yeah. Um, interstellar maybe? Interstellar. Yeah. And, uh. While while that was happening, I was like, "Fuck, that must hurt." But then I was like, "Wow, that's right. He's logical. It's not logical to feel pain. He just fucking blows up." And I was like, "That's pretty dope. Great take. Yeah, that's a great take. Right. Yeah. So it fits." And then we that cuts over to Michael. Uh, she meets the uh, new crew member. Crew She's member. She's getting wet
1: for Ash Tyler. You she can is, tell. Yeah. Tilly's into it. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, as uh, they go to like meet each other and shake hands. Uh, Burnham goes, oh, oh, I'm okay, and then keels over because she's having a, uh, a moment with Sarek. That's right. And, uh, you'll remember from the first episode, or maybe the second, the Battle of the Binary Stars. She gets wet. They, uh...
2: <laughs> I'm so seen, sorry This is so I, funny
1: I've seen the Spotify stats We skew very male Okay cool <laughs> Yeah For those of you that remember uh, Episode 22 I think of Enterprise Voxala Feel <laughs> that like come? That <laughs> the, That's the cum jokes It'll be a gem of our uh, career here
2: Trekking through Trek or Anyway I, I delivered my Another stellar <laughs> analytical comment Interstellar a wispy amoeba like thing <laughs> That's right That's right
1: that was a good one. Um, And so she keels over and she, you know, can sense Sarek's pain because they share each other. You know, Sarek gave uh, Burnham his Katra. And I have a note, and this is something you haven't seen yet in Enterprise, but Sarek mm-hmm. gave Archer his Katra, and, oh. and Sarek is uh, Vulcan's... Founder and father of Vulcan philosophy, you know? That's right. Um, and so... Up yours, everybody. Archer's the man. Dad? Number one. Dad is infused with the fucking godfather of Vulcan philosophy,
2: okay? It's only appropriate. I miss dad. God damn it. I will do miss dad. We'll get there soon. Anyways, um... Yeah, we will get... We'll get back there very quickly. Um... Anyways... Um, so Michael goes over to the captain and addresses this with Lorca and says, S- you know, Sarek's in danger. And he's like, all right, we'll, we'll go save him because I like you and this whole show is centered on I like on, you, know, you, kid. I like you, kid, and this whole show is centered on you at the moment, so let's go fucking do what you want to do again. And, um, you know, he... Lorca calls up Starfleet Command, there's a Vulcan in it, and he says, we're going to go rescue Sarik." and he's like, wait, don't, and Lorca cuts him off, Uh hangs up on him, and um, I think this, you know, leads into another, one of the, another classic trope of Star Trek, which is, you know, the humans and the Vulcans not trusting each other, or maybe, you know, trusting each other, but not having faith in each other fully. You know, the Vulcans don't don't really know if humans are up to the task of being able to save the universe. Mm-hmm. And I think that plays well because so we
1: so Michael Burnham decides that through a through a, you know, uh, interstellar mind meld, they're going to find Sarek and save him. Yes. And so she has to enter his mind. And in his mind, you get a lot of anti well a lot of xenophobic vulcans who don't want to you know they don't appreciate michael being fully human and they don't appreciate spock being half vulcan that's right you know it needs to be noted that they're not full vulcans mm-hmm. um and so you know again just another sort of uh vulcan exceptionalism
2: right. taking hold their their lack or their resistance to being able to integrate humans into their society and into their, into their culture. Yeah. Um, so Lorca says, yeah, all right, kid, we'll go, we'll go rescue your dad, whatever. And, uh, they show up in this nebula and, uh, which looked great. It was green and red. That's actually something I wanted to bring up with you. I didn't like the way the the nebula looked. Oh no, no. And then I was going to ask you, what is your favorite nebula thus far? in in Star Trek. My favorite Nebula? Yeah. You know, because, like, every oh. every series has... has it's the Badlands
1: in DS9. Yeah? Shocker, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> DS9. Um,
2: I had a feeling you were going to say something about DS9, but go ahead. That's weird.
1: I bet the audience was like, oh, he's probably going to say some fucking bullshit about DS9. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Badlands are dope. So, like, comms don't work very well in the Badlands, mm. and you can go hide shit in there. Yeah.
2: Um it gets hot, bro. That's all I can say. I can't oh, wait till yeah. we get there. I'm I'm more of a uh, a classic guy myself. I yeah. En- I enjoy the Nebula from the Wrath of Khan <laughs> oh. when they're running away from him. Okay. That yeah. Dope.
1: Yeah. No. That's a great. That's yeah. a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. When I
2: think Nebula, I think pink and blue. And when I think Nebula,
1: mist. I think the Horsehead Nebula. That's a good one. You want to know a real joke? Yeah. Um, those colors that we see in the nebulas, like mm-hmm. if we were to view the Horsehead nebula from here right. and it's like yellow around it, mm-hmm. if you were in it, you wouldn't see the yellow. What would you see? It would just look like space to you.
2: Oh. Oh, cause it's just so big? Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. That's something that, uh... Really blew my mind one time Because I was like What is the word? Is everything just pink Or yellow around here Right And the answer is no You fly into it Like you don't notice smog Right You know It's not like it is a fog Where you can yeah. see the fog It's not like that at all Okay It's literally not Perceptible when
2: you're in it Well and it makes sense Because space is so fucking big Exactly That if you're in the middle Of something It's probably <clears throat> like a, a hundred light years long Well that And if you can see
1: it From here mm-hmm that means it's fucking huge yeah. yeah So, no way it's perceptible when you're that close Because you're going to be so much smaller
2: in it Interesting Yeah now I have a question for you
1: Okay, I might have an answer
2: Yeah, I thought so Did I say I'm Zach? You did Okay, well yeah. this is David and I'm David What's up guys? Um, do we have nebulas in our, in our solar system? Or are they, do, they, do they exist? Not in our solar system our, uh, not uh, Our galaxy I don't know. I can't say for a fact. I'd I'd be interested to know if if nebulas exist in galaxies or if they exist outside of galaxies. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. If you know the answer, feel free to educate <laughs> me and Zach will forward the email to me. And I won't. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'll
1: read it and then I'll text David. Problem. Did you guys know David is a really great co-host and I'm happy to do this with him. Thanks but you weren't buddy. expecting that.
2: Thanks, buddy.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, bad at technology, but <laughs> I'm glad you made it back from uh, Italy.
2: Right. I'm glad I made it back too. So, uh, so they they arrive in this nebula, and uh, Michael comes up with a brilliant plan of taking uh, Lieutenant Ash, who j- she just met like hours ago. He's a good pilot, and hey, she didn't choose to take him. That's right. That's Lorca right.
1: said, "I know just the pilot.
2: Yeah, this guy seems good. Turn I, the lights I, down. I met him a week ago." And so they he sh- he sends uh, uh, Ash, Michael, and Tilly out in a shuttle to go find, uh, sorry, Um with the idea being that Michael will be able to communicate with him with the mind meld, and sh- you know they'll be closer, I guess. Um, something interesting I thought was um, right as they're about to leave in the in the shuttle, Lorca pats Ash on the shoulder, and he he says. Uh, Hey, uh, hey! make sure they all come back, or um, or don't come back at all. Well, she says...
1: Um, he says, uh, return her in one piece. Mm-hmm. And he goes, not a scratch, sir. And he goes, no, I meant Michael Burnham.
2: Or don't come back at all, and slaps yeah. him on the shoulder. I, my thought was, why does he have to elevate it to that fucking level? Well, you know? not to give too much away here,
1: but... Mm. Do you think there's a reason why Lorca saved Michael Burnham that we're
2: not privy to yet? Uh, it hadn't crossed my mind, but yeah, that that makes sense. Because he, you know, how
1: you know how clearly he sought out Michael Burnham, right? And then again, we get another little inkling of like, you better fuck up, bring that bitch back, dude! I <laughs> swear to God, I went through so much shit to get her.
2: But my nuts on the line here almost said nuts on the dresser, uh, like Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways.
1: I have a question. Go ahead. So, you know, Michael explains that like, oh, well, we have shared Katra, so we feel things between mm-hmm. each other. Does this mean that McCoy, unfortunately, had to feel everything Spock had for the rest <laughs> of his life? Can you imagine
2: how funny that would be? He's halfway across the galaxy. Spock Spock's orgasming King asshole He's like
1: oh god He's going through his pawn far And he's 80 And McCoy's <laughs> just having A heart attack Cause he can't take The fucking sexual <laughs> No That's hilarious These are my thoughts That's a good question Oh <laughs> right And do you choose Because
2: again Spock gave McCoy His katra Do you choose What you feel Is it everything Like what's the What's the basis here Spock gets a fucking Paper cut like yeah. <laughs> yeah. My hand. So, um Spoiler alert, spoiler they save Sarek. Yeah, so surprisingly they they save Sarek and there's this whole kind of mind meld dream sequence where Michael goes into Sarek's memories and we find out that, that Michael was bas she was basically gonna become like a full fledged Vulcan. mm mm-hmm. Or you know, full-fledged Vulcan scholar. Mm-hmm. But um Sarek told her back in the day that she wasn't accepted. But really, we find out that um Sarek chose Spock because they said we can only have one fucking mudblood
1: Vulcan. That's right. In and the you science, wisely fucker. Yeah.
2: If I was, if I, if I was Michael, I would have been like, it makes logical sense. He's half, he's half Vulcan. I'm not upset about it. Why would I be fucking mad? You know. Yeah You know She knows the Vulcan She knows what's up It makes more sense Yeah But so this ends up Becoming a big Redefining moment For, for Michael Where she You know Her and Ash End up having lunch Again together <laughs> she, She's all wet And hot and heavy For him mm-hmm. And uh, you know He says Well you know your emotions mean you're human, and she's like, "Well, I'd like to reintroduce myself. My name's Michael." And it's like, "Bitch, you've been fucking human all along. You're not Vulcan. Don't don't give yourself any fucking illusions." There you go. There you go. You know? I don't see your pointy ears. There you go. I don't see the green you know, blood. I don't see the green blood. I don't see the Beatles from 1962 haircut. <laughs> Fuck off.
1: Oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> We've got a problem. I'll hold it up for the rest of the episode. It's your space treadmill. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> On the topic of the 1962 Beatles haircut. Yeah.
2: Paul McCartney died. Did he really? The original one. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Paul's dead. I was all like, I was like, I didn't hear. So, the other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, okay, briefly, great. Because I've got nothing else. Yeah, briefly before, the, before this ends and before your arm goes numb. Um,. There's this whole side story While where while Michael and Tilly and Ash Are out in the nebula Trying to save Sarek On a daring rescue mission That may possibly cost them their lives Yeah Lorca meanwhile hosts the Admiral Oh a- yes. aboard, aboard the ship Yes And they just fuck around Like they're drinking fucking, What was the line? They're faffing about Faffing about, Faffing about Fucking, fucking like t- and Fucking like teenagers There you go It's like dude Your, your, your staff Three members of your staff Are out there on a, mm-hmm. on a daring rescue mission For what Arguably one of the most Important Vulcans Yeah You know Even at that time In the time galaxy important. Yeah, Hell yeah um, You know And you, you over here You guys are fucking You know drinking, s- drinking Space whiskey Drinking whiskey And fucking and sucking Your way across the nebula There you go It's just not appropriate it's really not appropriate. Picard wouldn't do that. Unless Kirk it was might. on like Rise at Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Kirk. But you know, Kirk's a loose cannon. Yeah. Dad wouldn't. Dad wouldn't. No. Miss Dad. Yeah, I miss Dad too.
1: Anyway, you should all know it all works out. It does work out. They get me. Sarek. He survives and and uh, sick.
2: <laughs> sick. Sick.
1: You know, just fucking sick again. Oh, there we go.
2: So, you know, to, in es- to wrap things up, um, you can find us on every major podcast. There in you form. go. Yep. You can find us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on Patreon if you'd like to support us. We would really appreciate that. And uh, send us an email. I know we've joked ar- around a lot about how I'm technologically inept, but... He's not. I do like to hear from you guys. Yeah. You know, whatever we, we we do, it really brings
1: a fucking smile to our face. So when, if you're
2: listening, send that email. Yeah, when when Zach and I are discussing this, and we discuss when people email us, like I I actually feel like a, a warm, happy feeling that like mm-hmm. we're actually reaching people out there. And yeah. so, um, anyways, and
1: thanks for listening.
2: You know, yeah. you guys are really are the best. We are the world, and uh, <laughs> you know, reach out and touch the children. We thanks. Love you. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. <laughs>